That's right, girl. I'll see you dancing. Oh, you see that? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Peter. I think we're having a dance party right now. I mean, you might as well. I mean, <laughs> I need a little pick-me-up on a Wednesday. I'm just sitting here it's watching Hattie dance. <laughs> and I'm dancing in my chair. <laughs> yeah, we've turned into chair chair dancers for right. COVID. We don't get a dance floor, so we chair dance. <laughs> just chair dance in the office on Wednesdays. <laughs> I'm going to have to change out my lighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I might even be high next time. <laughs> hey, there is a show where we did that. This is true. Um, I wanted to pull a little Madonna from the archives for you. Who doesn't love a little Madonna from the archives? Especially... I mean, she's the queen. She's the queen. Especially when Peter Rahoffer remixed her. Like, you know how... I was... Ugh. You know how please talk about Paolo loves to remix... Like, I mean, he loves Britney. to remix Madonna, but he loved, Paolo loves to remix Britney. He and kills like, it with Britney. He does. And, like, Isaac loves to remix, like, Katy Perry. And, like, they do it so well. But Peter really, like, fucking knocked it out of the park with his remixes of Madonna's four minutes, especially. Uh, this is uh, four minutes uh, to save the world. Peter saves New York. Then he also did Paris. I mean, Peter saves Paris and Peter saves London off that album and I mean it was just unbelievable and Ricky and I were at Fur when he played all three of them that night at, at some point during that dance floor at my the after eyes just hours. popped out of my head it was as you said that he played all three all three it was when that had just come out and he had remixed all three for her and he played one at like you know one o'clock and then he played one at two o'clock and then one at three o'clock I mean it was fucking and he was literally like right there beside us it was insane it was jaw dropping wasn't it it was insane and of course Ricky and I are like fucking melting because we're like <laughs> we didn't we're the only two people that understand the importance of Peter Raha for remixing Madonna I mean it was just <laughs> fucking insane <laughs> I think that's kind of cool you open with that too I literally the other day I was walking listening to Paulo and I literally had on my mind a thought about Peter mixing Madonna and that Madonna used to show up yeah. at the Roxy at the Roxy yep. and I was like god damn when she did like could you imagine being there oh. and I just was like you know when you're in the music and you just like your dance floor thoughts and shit goes through your head and I was like yeah. holy shit what that would have been like unbelievable well, yeah she did confessions on a dance floor and he was spinning there and she showed up one night in her like leotard and everything I mean it fucking unbelievable 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 which is why everyone bows down to Peter because shit like that and he has a fucking Grammy but anyway that's for another circuit lesson <laughs> but no, the reason I wanted to pull uh, this to kind of go along with um, what I was going to talk to you about this uh, actress named Ann Winters. I don't know if you've heard about this. I, um, I told you to check her out on Instagram, but she's been recreating iconic Madonna looks because she's aiming to play Madonna in this Madonna biopic that she that Madonna herself is producing. Uh, oh, <laughs> right. So, Could you imagine auditioning for Madonna as Madonna? I know. 
Holy. Could you fucking believe? Like, she, I think I just peed a little. Yeah. And I think I have to poop. Yeah. <laughs> I just got nervous stomach. Right? But I thought it was <laughs> that's pretty inc- ballsy. That's, yeah. And how cool. Like, I did go check out her page and damn. Yeah. Some of those looks are fucking. Uh, she so, looks like they're fierce. They look they so really fucking look good. They really look like her. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. And you're like, you know, Madonna doing her own movie again. It's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, went... girl. <laughs> we know where that's been, where that, what happened <laughs> last time. We've seen that one. <laughs> yeah, this could be dangerous. But, you know, some of the critics are like, well, you know, Madonna's iconic. She's got a ton of looks. She's got a ton. She's got a great story. But when it comes to, like, directing stuff, Madonna kind of, like, has to have a good track record. So, you know, someone else is mm-hmm. writing it, but she's directing and producing it. So, you know, I guess we'll see. But maybe if, since it's been such a long time and she hasn't really been in the studio dropping tracks. Right. You know, so maybe she's really been working on it. And I'm going to go on the positive side and say, yeah. go Madonna. I know, I can't Get wait. It. I mean, go of ahead, course. ma'am. I can't, you know that our friend Ricky can't wait either, Delta. Oh, Delta. She is, she's, <laughs> that's the first piece of news she goes to look for every single day when she wakes up. Every day. Every day. Even. I'm talking. Throughout the day, she might forget that she did it in the morning and she's doing it at her coffee and she's doing it on her walk as she's listening to Madonna. Oh my God. (laughs) Because she is. After all these years. Because she is Madonna. That's right. Hey, Ricky. What is she in your phone? (laughs) Madonna. I'll never forget when I was sitting with Michael Ulrich. My phone was laying sitting beside me face up. And Ricky called me, and it shows up with Madonna is calling me. And then it's like a picture of Madonna like on the stage that I took when we saw her super close. And Michael Ulrich fucking fell out of the chair because Madonna was calling me. It was so great. Is that Madonna calling? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Ricky, what's your favorite holiday? Holiday. holiday. <laughs> that was the greatest moment ever. We the were greatest down. moment ever. Do you have she, that? Like, I do. Do you have that drop? I do. I don't have that drop, but I have that video. I should actually go pull that. I will go pull that for everyone. Yeah, and we need to go pull. You need oh, to pull God, that. Oh, God. I'll be like, damn, you're right. I should have pulled that. That would have been so funny, but we'll pull it for another time. Yeah. But, but she did not miss a beat. Heidi asked Ricky, we were to one night really late partying downstairs in Ricky's apartment. Me, Ricky, Peach's daddy, Heidi, Lur. Like and then like we Madonna's were going playing. For it. I mean, we were like playing with wigs, and we were telling Ricky to pretend like she's Madonna or something. And Hadi goes, "Hey, or was it Lur? I was wearing the horse head. Yeah. Hey, l- <laughs> hey, Ricky, what's your favorite holiday? And with literally without missing a beat, she goes, "Holiday." <laughs> it was the greatest fucking thing ever. That, we'll pull it. <laughs> yeah, you have to pull it because I tell you, there are many things about that man that brings me joy. That is top. I'm going mean, to say five, top three. Amazing, hilarious, amazing. Oh my god! And so many of never missed a beat. Hilarious lines come out of that man's mouth. Oh, I know. It's hysterical. She's amazing. Anywho. What do we have to talk about? I mean, the churn so has not much. stopped. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? It has not. But before we jump into that churn, oh, my God, how was Magic Land? Oh, the happiest P-town. place on earth. Happiest P-town. place on earth. Uh, yeah, Provincetown, so, Massachusetts. Uh, Rob and I went to P-town last uh, Thursday to see Peaches and Daddy. 
And, you know, it's always kind of like, I know Peaches and Daddy don't agree with us on this, but uh, it's always like so hard to get to P-Town. You know, you you face this wall of this drive, which really it's supposed to be like five hours, which is kind of no different than driving to D.C. But there's something about like it turns into that two lane road and it's just like it feels like you're literally driving to the edge of the earth. And but once you get there, it's, you know, it's, it's super cute and it's it's adorable and it's it is a great place to go. Once 100%. I once I get settled in, you know, I ends up thinking, well, I fucking don't want to leave now. So we went from Thursday to Monday, drove back Monday late afternoon, and it was great. We had a lot of fun. Got to just hang out with them. Uh, the crowd, the town was full. Surprisingly, I was very shocked at how many people were in town on Friday, Friday night, and Saturday during the day. Saturday, I mean, people were even talking about it, it was super crowded in Peaches was saying to me because i was commenting on how crowded it was she was like oh this is actually slowed down a lot from where we were this summer and i'm like you're kidding it was even more packed than this so i mean she and the locals described this as kind of like what it was like when we went there you know with everyone and did carnival it was that busy that's what she was saying i mean wow yeah with no shows no shows yeah so that's, I mean, that's good for everything, for everyone there and like tourism and everything. But um, yeah, like the, everyone, masks. everyone was wearing their mask and they have ambassadors awesome. that they've hired to walk up down the street and they're super nice. They come up to you if you don't have it on and say, I'm so sorry, but you know, we're really trying to control the outbreak here. We've done a great job of getting it to zero. Uh, you know, would you please pull your mask up? I mean, they're, they're very nice, but everyone coming there is not the proud boys. So they don't fucking mind wearing their mask, okay? So, yeah. Right. <laughs> so it. it's not really that big of a deal. Um, right, exactly. But one of the things that I actually took a picture of here to show you is this, the, you know, there's obviously a lot of outpouring of grief for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And on one of the shop windows, I don't know which shop it was because it was kind of weird. It was almost like it was closed down or something. I don't know. But they had, you know, like kind of like a quote unquote shrine to her, except it was just, you know, some pictures printed out and some like some about some decisions that she'd made and everything. But the thing that really I, I was waiting on Rob to rent a bike and me and Peaches and Daddy were standing there. And there is this this document that they put in the window. That's this, you know, it's just text typed up. But mm-hmm. it was basically what's going to happen with this appointment of. Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court and how they're going to systematically reverse this country and all of our freedoms that we have and and take and, and reverse these decisions. The Roe v. Wade, that's at the top of the list, they say, will be overturned in the blink of an eye. And then they will move on to Griswold versus Connecticut, which I had no idea about this stuff, but It's actually the case that allowed married couples to buy and have contraceptives without government restrictions. So we want that, right? So that's going to get get overturned because of her whole Catholic background, right? Because they don't believe in birth control. You mean because she's a handmaid? Because she's a handmaid, right? So they just get fucked or she fucks or something, however they do it. Mm. I mean, all I can think about is we literally are turning into the handmaid's tale with this woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then... Lawrence versus Texas, which would be overturned, which is laws prohibiting homosexuality are unconstitutional. So that would now reverse that, and homosexuality would be uh, against the law, and it would go against all your right to privacy and private sexual decisions. 
Then they will move to Bowers versus Hardwick, which will uh, make homosexuality and sodomy a crime. And then they will move on to Oberg, Ob, Obergefell, O-B-E-R-G-E-F-E-L-L versus Hodges, which is the, you know, the landmark case that made gay marriage legal. That will be overturned, and your gay marriage will now become null and void. Then they will move on to Plessy versus Ferguson, which was what overturned separate but equal, or no, what made it legal, what made separate but equal legal. No, wait, I'm saying that wrong. Segregation. Basically, right. they want to allow you to, the businesses and— You can segregate You now. can segregate now. So we're going to go back to black people right at the back of the bus. Uh, they can't drink out of the same water fountain that you drink out of. Like, we are literally reversing the course of history. And they've already started to. Pat Gunn was talking about this. Maybe I shouldn't say her name, but I think I don't think she gives a shit. But she was. She said this to me about a year or two ago that they've they you know they've been planning this for a long time, and they the Supreme Court can only overturn these decisions with another case that comes to them in the future. So in a, in an effort to lay the groundwork for this, they've already introduced all these cases at lower courts. And they're already starting to make these cases make their way up through the system, through all these judges that now Trump has packed the courts with, which he talked about last night at the base, 300 judges. So now they're introducing these cases in these districts where they know that they're going to just pass, 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 and they'll get to the Supreme Court. And then now we have Amy, our friend Amy. Everybody loves Amy. And uh, I, I don't. Yeah. I, and I here don't. you go. One by one, this will go away. All of these cases will be overturned. It is, it's so, literally made me, and I told you, uh, sorry, let me just, let me just say one yeah, more thing. Sorry. It's literally made me like sick to my stomach and like the, the whole thing with Trump and his lies and everything. And I don't want to like go, you know, and talk, bash him because everyone knows like how I feel. But like this, I think for me has been more of the tipping point, not COVID, not anything. This for me has been the thing that's, that's made me sick to my stomach, physically ill, thinking about this stuff. And I, I cannot believe this is happening. I just can't. I can't believe it's happening. Yeah. I, uh, so when this all started, even before you told me about that you had that list and we hadn't gone through it, yeah. um, I was telling Rita, I was like, so basically what's going to happen once what they're going to try to do is they're literally going to take away every fucking right that we have since 1950 yeah, that actually creates any piece of equality. But you know what else I said? I did say this. I was like, fuck with the gays. Go ahead. Right. You think you had a problem before? You thought Harvey Milk caused a scene? Yeah. Just wait. You watch. So... I think I have, I'm totally going to tears right now. It's okay. It's good for the show. (laughs) (laughs) I think about my chosen family and the people that I love and my husband. Like, am I going to be, are we going to be like, that's why I'm I'm not kidding when I say get the fuck out of this country. Yeah. But we weren't supposed to go heavy. This is your happy tears. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I have faith. I do have faith yeah. that people are going to rise up. Yeah. Like it's going, 
It's got to start because when to. they start to see that this is going to happen, right? What the f- you cannot be the progressive America that we have been and fighting and turning and right. just churning and fucking making things right in the world for human beings right in this country. The people that fl- they flood this country because it's fucking better than the shit they have somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And we are going to try and take that back and just like dial that back to where literally I can't buy a vibrator and I just got to sit on the washing machine again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. I and just, you can't buy I, a condom either. So like, you know what? And you, if you get thank pregnant. Thank God you get, I'm in menopause. Uh, right. I mean, it's just insane that people, why do, why do people want to have such a uh, voice in what you do in your private life? I just well, and I don't I understand. Don't get what is so horrible, horrible about the life that you're living and the way that you want to raise your children? Why is what everybody else does, why does it have to feed into that? What is the power that you feel? I know. I that you have it. to turn back people's rights it's all because of one thing and it's why i fucking hate it it's because of religion i fucking hate that fucking book i despise that fucking book and every piece of paper that that shit has been printed on i fucking hate that fucking piece of shit it's because of war it causes wars it causes this shit like this this fucking fake dogma has been ingrained in people's brain and Fucking people like Amy and Scalia and all these fucking shitheads think that it's, you know, the word. Like, what the The way f- you have to live. Uh-uh. Yeah. Anyway. But I, just, it's- I would like to go back really quick. Yeah. And RBG, I am grateful that I was able to live what she brought to this country with her superpowers yeah. and what she fought for. I have been able to live a more equal life. I've been able to have a voice. I've been able to be a bitch. I've been right. able to speak up and speak out and love who I want to love and friend who I want to friend and so many things. And because of her, really, when you, when I look at it, like because of her, I've been, as a woman, I've been able, so many doors weren't slammed in my face. Right. And, I'm so grateful and, and so thankful for her. And I watched the from the casket coming out of the hurts and the pomp and, cir- pomp and circumstance of lying in state last Friday. And I tell you, I told you this. The second they opened that door and started the process, I just bawled. Right. I was cry- I was sitting by myself literally like three feet from the television, just bawling and watching the whole thing. And it was in honor of her. And it was, it it was really sad because it was this joyful, thankful moment for what she did and the sadness of what is about to come. Yeah. Or what, what the new fight has to be. And it's just pathetic that it even has to be that. Glad we're having a light show. (laughs) uh, Well, we can transition to some fun. Yeah, let's transition. But just one more thing, just like, you know, you were, you were saying just now about the doors that were open for you. Like, you know, those same doors that were opened are, are, that were opened are the same doors that Amy Coney Barrett is walking through right now. That RBG opened those doors for her. And if it weren't for her opening those same doors, like she wouldn't be being, she would not be able to be appointed to the Supreme Court, and now she's going to be appointed to the Supreme Court, and she's going to turn around and basically close every door. 
I'm so I glad just, you said I said I, that I, to Rita today. I was like, I, because I, of RBG, she's actually going to be an appointed Supreme Court justice. I know. Because RBG opened every fucking door for her. Right. I, I Does just, she not it, get that? These people, it defies logic. I, I just, I, I can't. Just, yeah. So, anyhow. you know, I mean, you asked me about P-Town, which, you know, I, that was definitely part of it. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of rbg stuff out and you know their shirts you know about pg has all those cute like shops that have shirts in the windows and everything um you know there's a lot just i heard people talking about her over uh lunch and you know dinner and stuff so you know it's p is you know a gay town and obviously there's a lot of um a gay population there so people are very affected by this and and there's an outpouring of support and love but you know an innocent question that you asked me about my trip to p-town has turned into uh another rant about rbg but p-town was great p-town was amazing i I would encourage everyone to go uh i mean i i feel like you know you'd lose a day driving for you know a half day there and halfway back half day back so go go for some spend some time how do you you, we and you have been there for a week at a time it's fun it's great yeah every time i've been there it's lovely i love it i miss it actually i would love to go yeah um so, so on a lighter so, note, so on a lighter <laughs> note, let me wipe away my tears. Sorry. Right? Should we take sorry, a moment? Not sorry. <laughs> oh. RBG may her what is it? RBG may her death be a blessing. Right? Isn't that the yeah. correct? Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Thanks, girl. Um, what? I seriously had something, and I'm like, oh, bye. Who knows threw, where my head just went? I threw you off by ranting about <laughs> court cases that everyone I, needs to go familiarize yourself with. Yes. Everyone needs to go look all those up. I will. Actually, maybe I will post the names of the court cases in the SoundCloud description. You can have them there, and you can go look them up. They're all on Wikipedia. There, it's. I mean, forget about the sadness that I was just now talking about and how it's going to affect me and Heidi personally. But just like generally, no matter how old you are, you should look these up and familiarize yourself with these cases and and you know how they did shape where we are today. Because it's. I was reading through them, and it is fucking fascinating how yeah. our system works and 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 how we are afforded the rights that we get. It's actually. I mean. Everyone kind of knows on a high level, but to look at these landmark cases that are all strung together and create the foundation of kind of how we live is pretty amazing. So check it out. I will. And children. Please, children, check that out. Children. For the children, (laughs) as Kitty would say. Exactly. (laughs) Speaking of, I talked to Michael today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we FaceTime for a little bit. Oh, nice. Maybe you should tell me that. But that went off the air. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> he actually texted me. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. Awesome. Um, all right. So, you know, I, I'm counting the weeks. And by my calculations, we are on week four. I love that music. Football, football, football. Oh, I love it. You pay for the whole seat. Oh, wait. No, you don't. You can't get a seat this year because <laughs> the stadiums are empty. Empty, baby. <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. What we are. So what we're going to do here is we are. Gonna we're going to review what Hottie's week three week three picks. Yeah. How did she uh, do? Everyone's wondering. I know everyone's on the edge of their. Seat, how did Heidi do with her picks? Really, Last really well. week she did 13 out of 16. I'm looking at the roster, she is on a roll. She and is killing it, she is she shutting had, it down. She and I mean, not only is football for you, it's also for Scott. So every time he listens, he can roll his eyes for every time I fuck any stat. Up. Are you serious? <laughs> so that's great. <laughs> He doesn't know that, but when he hears this, he's gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, all right. week so, three. So let's how look do you at wanna, your. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just go through your week picks for week three. How'd you do? I mean, I've got everything typed out here. Uh, what you picked. Excellent. So. Uh, so just uh, Jacksonville and Miami Thursday night. I lost. Jacksonville which and Miami. That was a kickoff to a bad. I was like, uh-oh, is this going to be a bad week? But I didn't do so bad, even though I lost Thursday night. So, yeah, Miami beat Jacksonville. All right, so Miami. Jacksonville Jaguars. Is the win. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the next game, so Sunday kicked off with Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, um, Sunday, I picked the Chicago Bears to beat the Atlanta Falcons, and they did. So I got Chicago. Okay. Next, the um, Los Angeles Rams against the Buffalo Bills. Yep. Bills won. Bills, my pick. That's what you picked. I tell you, Bills are my. Bills are my. I'm totally a Bill fan right now. Okay. Um, the Washington racial slurs. Washington. Against <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against the Browns. Against Cleveland Browns, and I know I'm not a Browns fan, but I had to pick the Browns, and they won. You said they're like a powerhouse or something, right, this year? Yeah, they're like turning it around. Like, right. Browns are Browns and Bengals are really coming on, coming on strong. Um, Tennessee Titans beat the Minnesota Vikings. Sorry, Scott. You're 0-3, but so is my team. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Los Angeles. Uh, oops. The Las Vegas Raiders against the New England Patriots. New England Patriots to win, and I got that one Damn. too. Cam Newton and the Patriots. Look at you. San Francisco 49ers against the New York Jets. Yep. San Francisco wins. That was my pick. Against the Giants. Against the Giants. Yep. Correct. Yep. Okay. And then I got the Bengals against the. Now, see, this is kind of funny. So it was the Bengals against the Eagles, Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. Philadelphia. And Bengals. I picked Bengals to win, but it was a tie. Shut up. Truth. And what happened? They tied. It doesn't it's their ends. overtime or something? Yeah, and nobody won it in the overtime. So the new rule is like if you nobody scores in overtime in the quarter, what? then game over, you tie in Wait the regular a minute. season. There's a new rule that just started this year. No, not just this year. Oh. It was either like a year or two ago oh, well, that still they started that's new. this rule. Yeah, it's pretty new. Okay. But yeah, tie. If there's a so, tie, how much overtime? Is there like double overtime and triple overtime? No, it's a quarter, 15 well, minutes. One more quarter. And, and you've if, got a score. And that's it. And that's it. So if you kick, if, if I'm, so if you score and you kick a field goal, the other team has an opportunity to score. But if you, 
in OT, if you score a touchdown, the game is over. You win. Oh, I see. Okay. But anyway, so, oh, so that was a one, tie. That's one point. So Okay, I see. Three points is a field goal and six oh, sorry, is touch, a touchdown. T- right. I thought uh, I was thinking field goal. Never mind. Um, see, again, my stupidity reigns supreme. No, it's uh, not stupid. So wait, I'm giving you that point. So I'm keeping track of, track of Heidi's points on my spreadsheet. I'm saying you yeah, got but that. But I shouldn't really get it because I didn't call a tie. It was a tie game. I picked the Bengals to win. So in Vegas speak, I don't win. Interesting. All right. We'll, so we'll, that would be I'll, a zero. I'll consult the rule book and. <laughs> <laughs> what does the rule book say on page 69? This is a very big rule book, Hattie. Hold on just a second. <laughs> trying to find that section oh here it is oh it's silent to what how many points you get <laughs> uh all right we can just talk, talk about what to do but you know we'll know that there's a Excellent. tie in there. we'll know for the future so <laughs> okay. then the houston texans played the pittsburgh steelers pittsburgh of course the steelers beat the texans and that was my pick okay yep got it my pick against the jets and the colts i picked the colts Poor Jets. <laughs> no, right. But I say one. poor Jets. I mean, like, they're 0-3. So is my team. Yep. Uh, then Carolina Panthers. Rawr. Rawr. Carol Baskins. Yep. And hey, all you the... cool cats and kittens. <laughs> Panthers and Chargers. <laughs> and, the, and the L, Yeah, and the Chargers. And the Chargers won. God, you're on um, a fucking roll. Oh, wait, wait. Wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That one's wrong. Oh, wrong, 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 no. wrong. Carolina won. Okay. I did not get that. You got that wrong. Mm-mm. Got that wrong. Okay. And then I've got, let's see, next Detroit and Arizona. And I picked Detroit Lions. Rawr. Carol Baskins. And I wa- I got that pick. Sorry, I lost place for a second. The D- Lions, okay, and they Detroit won. Detroit okay. and the Cardinals, right? Yep. And then next game was Tampa Bay and Denver. And I knew I should have picked Tampa Bay, but right. I had but to you pick had the to hometown. Pick the yeah. And Denver lost. <laughs> so missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Next game was Dallas against Seattle. And I'm telling you, like, watching all these games, some of these were nail biters. This was a really good game. But Seattle pulled it out and they won. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, who's no longer with Danica Patrick. Hmm. And uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers beat the New Orleans Saints. Green that Bay. That was my pick. Green Bay, Aaron uh, Rodgers. Got it. So the Saints, and then the Packers won. Final was the Monday night football game because all my rowdy friends are here on Monday, Monday night. night. And that was Kansas City Chiefs against the Baltimore Ravens and. Chiefs Patrick won. Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Pat I heard Richard Mahomes wins, and he's now pregnant. Him and his fiance are pregnant with their first Bambino. Oh. Isn't that sweet? It's so sweet. I mean, the day that he got five a $500 million contract, right. he proposed she, to his wife. She's his like, fiance. I got to lock this down. Get me your load inside me now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now. <laughs> but it's kind of great because um, uh, Lamar Jackson is the Ravens quarterback, and he is a superstar, but he can't seem to beat Mahomes. He has He's now 0-3 against Mahomes and the Chiefs. So, so Mahomes we, is, is starting off his season reigning supreme as he should after he just won his first Super Bowl. 
So by my Last tally, time. if we don't count the tie, you got 12. You got 12 no, If we this don't week. count the tally, then I... The no, there was 16 games. If we don't count that, count the tally, I mean tie, the tie, right. then I did the same. You did the same. Look at that. That's yep. fucking good. Uh, no. Oh, my God. I'm a little more nervous about this week, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> you win. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> so right, this so... week... We got to move right on. We got to keep this moving. Keep it going. Let's go. Week four picks. Okay, so here we go. Let's hear this week. I got to get my music ready. Every time we do, your what you got right (laughs) or wrong, or what you're going to pick this week, I need the music. (laughs) Excellent. All right, week four, people. Week Week four. Here we go. Here's why week four makes me a little nervous. This is kind of as you get into week four and five is when some of those teams that have been coming on strong and they're three and zero, they might be like a little cocky and they might start to lose their shit. So. It'll be interesting how well I do this week. Okay. Week four, starting off with Thursday Night Football, my hometown Denver Broncos against the uh, uh, New York Jets. Yep. <laughs> both both 0-3, both so it could be a really good game. <laughs> yeah, what's going to happen? And I'm take, taking Denver. Okay, got to do it. Sunday, got to do it. got to do it. Arizona, the Cardinals against Carolina Panthers. Rawr, Carol Baskins. I'm Isn't taking Arizona. Okay, got the it. Colts. Yep. Indianapolis Colts against Chicago Bears. I'm taking Indy, and that was a, that was hard. I almost had to flip a coin. I've been going Bears. I'm taking Indy over the Bears. Okay. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars over Cincinnati Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals to beat the Jacks. Okay. Next Got game, it. Cleveland Browns over Dallas Cowboys. This is a tough one, but I think Cleveland's going hard to win. I'm taking Cleveland over Dallas. All right. You heard her here first, people. New She's Orleans. on a roll. 13-13. <laughs> Can New she Orleans do it again in week four? 13 right answers. Yes. I'm going to get 14. <laughs> yeah, you need New to. Orleans Saints against the Detroit Lions. I'm taking Detroit because I love Detroit. Okay. Motor City. And I love <laughs> when Drew Brees loses. And he's been having a little rocky road here the last couple of games, so he's he's being a little pissy as a quarterback, I think. Minnesota Vikings over the Houston Texans. Oh, I'm sorry, Scott. I've got to take the Houston Texans over the Vikings. <laughs> okay. Next game, Wait, you're Seattle over my te- Texans over the Vikings. Got it. Okay. Texans Next. over Vikings. Yep. Seattle Seahawks um, against Miami Dolphins. Dolphins have been playing good ball, but Russell mm-hmm. Wilson, mm-hmm. go and Russell. Mm-hmm. Seattle Seahawks to beat Miami. I was going to say, you got to tell me the team name. I don't know the fucking people. I'm right. like, is she going to leave me at Russell Wilson? I'm like, which one am I circling? <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers, LA Chargers, mm-hmm. over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, as bad as I should take, I should take the Buccaneers. But these young, hot quarterbacks, like... They're gonna play their hearts out if they when they're playing Tom Brady. So I'm taking the Chargers to beat the to beat the Buccaneers. All right. Now you asked me to look up some uh, quarterback. I guess the new Broncos quarterback. I'll, yeah, we'll get to that at the end. Okay. All right. Um, the next game is Pittsburgh Steelers against the T- Tennessee Titans. Yeah. This just in. That game has been postponed due to COVID-19. Oh, I was going to ask you what I saw. Three players from Tennessee after playing Miami, I mean, sorry, after playing Minnesota, Shut have tested positive up. for COVID. You're lying. Let the virus begin. You are nope. lying. So that's a postponed game, and the Tennessee Titans are on lockdown. They are not practicing. They are in quarantine. So not sure how that's going to start to upset the schedule, but something has to happen. Well, yeah. Can they ever 
I guess we can figure it. They'll figure it out. But like, I guess it could get pushed back past February. I guess it can. Why I don't know. Well, I think what might happen. No, it can't pass February. That's the Super Bowl girl. No, no, no. That's what I mean. Can they that. push the, everything out past the Super oh, Bowl day? Yeah, but they won't. I doubt it. Jeez. They I mean, could. That's but insane. what I think will happen is because what that means is both teams are going to get like two weeks. They both get a two buys. Oh. They're both going to get two bye weeks. So okay. they'll probably figure that out. Yeah. Let me tell you. The people at the NFL headquarters are fast at work to figure that out. Oh, man. They definitely Bal- are. There's, they are spinning. We've got a beltway battle against the Baltimore Ravens Ooh. and the Washington racial <laughs> slurs. Beltway battle. Slurs. I want to murder you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I cannot. <laughs> okay. <And laughs> I need I'm, a minute to recover. And all the wonks listening are going to know. I know. <laughs> I'm taking Baltimore to beat Washington. Okay. Next game, New York Giants against the Los Angeles Rams. I'm taking the Rams to beat the Giants. Okay. Next game, this is a big pick, New England Patriots against Kansas City Chiefs. I'm sticking with my homie. I was going to say. He is killing it right now, so he is on fire. Yeah, you can't. I'm taking Kansas City. Yeah. Next game, Buffalo Bills over the Las Vegas Vegas Raiders. Raiders. I'm taking the Bills. Bills, baby. Go Buffalo. Okay. Got it. Phil Philadelphia Mm -hmm. against Sand Crap Disco, Mm -hmm. and I'm taking Sand Crap Disco to beat Philly. (laughs) I don't know if you're making these names up or if you are that ingrained (laughs) in this culture, but it's kind of freaking me out. I've been calling San Francisco Sand Crap Disco (laughs) for years. Oh, my God. And then Monday night, we have the Atlanta Falcons yep. playing the Green Bay Packers, and I'm taking Green Bay, baby. Right. Aaron Rodgers is out for his last ring before he retires. Yep. That's that's my pick. Those are my picks. And that's week four. There you go. Um, so, so wait. I, I did tell you to go look up this picture of this guy because he's peaches would I think. Well, that's what I was going to say to you. You sent that to me, and I was expecting this hot-ass fucking muscle boy that's smooth with not a hair on his body. And meanwhile, I get like a fucking bear. (laughs) I'm like, this is, what am I looking at this for? This is for peaches, not me. Clearly, she sent this to the wrong person. Well, I sent it to you so you would see who I was talking about, but his (laughs) name is... I'm like, what the fuck is she thinking? (laughs) So, um, Blake... Uh, Bortles. Yeah. Am I saying that right? I think I am. Yeah. Blake Bortles, B- Bortles was a quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we just got him for backup. So who knows what's going to happen right now? We Denver Broncos have three quarterbacks, one on injured, which is our starting quarterback, um, Andrew Locke. Right now, Driscoll is playing, who's our second string. And now we've brought on. This little cutie patootie. He is a little bear. I mean, but he is kind of cute. I mean, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Cute. I totally fucked the hell out of him. I know. That's what I was like. You might. He might not be your number one, but you'd fuck him. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that, let's not be crazy here. My darlings, is my football for the week. There you go. You heard it here first. Now the COVID thing. I thought there was more than one team that that was infected. There was. Well, they weren't infected. So the first person infected did not have any contact with the Minnesota Vikings team, which was the team that was playing the Titans. Okay. And three other players from the Titans have tested positive. 
Okay, so and then, so nothing's wrong with the Steelers. They just can't play because the the people they were going to play with cannot. They're on. They're in quarantine. I see. But the Steelers are just sitting around, just like just now. They're fucked pretty Practicing. much until until there's like the white smoke that comes they're up, get, like when a pope is chosen and the NFL decides what to do. They're getting more healthy, so they're just getting stronger for their next game. Right. <laughs> okay. Good. <laughs> All right, I love your picks. I love it when we do this. I think it's hilarious. I hope everyone else enjoys it as well, as much as I do. The only reason I love it is because I get to play that song. <laughs> uh, There's a reason for everything. There is. Uh, so, yeah. All right, there's Heidi's picks. You heard it here first. Let's see how she does again. Everyone at home with your game boards, play along. <laughs> We should do an. I over- know you all have you all have huge boards at home. Yeah, we huge should, boards like we do. We should I, do it. I an think over- I'm actually going to print mine out and I'm going to put it up here. You should put it behind I you. I am. I'm oh doing my god! It. I, I want you about to that earlier today. Totally do that. But um, we should actually do an over under between. So like, we don't have to go into the statistics of it now. Let's like talk about it and like count it up. Let's see how many games there are. Let's see how well you've done, and let's do an over and under bet with each other to see who is see if you if we, you know bet if you're going to get more or less than a certain number, right? Or or, right. or just bet with each other. Well, it's funny. As much as a gambler, and as much as I love gambling, you'd think I would like be totally down into the oh buy three, buy four, bet the spread. Da, 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 da. I'm just always like no. I'm like, oh, don't get too mathy. I just like to watch the game. Well, no, right, but no, it's just like there's going to be 80 games. I think Heidi will be, she's going to get over 70 right. Like, yeah, I don't know no, if that's, no, no. I'm we just pulling numbers out of my ass. Yeah, I don't care right. about bye weeks and all that fucking fantasy football rules and shit. Just very easy, simple. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. Thanks, Delta. Speaking of COVID, real quick, I just want to do it. I don't want to get bogged down in COVID shit either, but I just had to do two obituaries for two people who have succumbed to the illness. Um, he, uh, got, well, he hasn't succumbed, I guess. Governor, uh, Missouri Governor Mike Parson opposed the mandatory mask rule, and he's now tested positive. So good for you. Good for you, Mike Parson. You know, way to go, way to be, way to show. How we smart really show you are. for your state. Yeah, yeah. way to show Good up. Job. So, you know, go fuck yourself. And then extreme denier, po- a politician who dismissed it as a socialist hoax, has died. Aw, Tom... T- <laughs> wah, wah, to- Tony Tenpenny, 57, died of the virus over the weekend after spending months branding it as overblown fabrication. His tweet or his post on... Um, I guess this is Instagram or something. I can't tell. It says, what the fuck? Really? You have to be kidding me. The CDC and the World Health Organization are pure lying asses. They are, they're not telling you the truth. Now, if I'm a politician and I'm going to c- criticize the World Health Organization, the CDC, I'm probably going to make sure that I understand the proper use of the word there. It says T-H-E-R-E, not telling Mm-mm. you the truth. It's T H E Y apostrophe R E, you dumb dead fuck. So maybe in your next life you can learn grammar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bye, Felicia. So, so on that, more I stupid w- people. A little more somber, yeah. but kind of a celebration and, you know, still sad. Yeah. But I always, you know, when COVID really hit, the whole what came back to me. You know, everyone is about testing positive. Well, before COVID, testing positive 
always meant for me testing positive for HIV. Right. And that had become really, um, for the most part, a thing of the past. Like, you know, drugs and just research and everything has really took took hold of HIV and yep. made it a livable <clears throat> disease. Well, uh, Timothy Ray Brown, as he was known as the first man that was cured of HIV, died, I think today, I think he died what? today, from Lu- five-month battle with leukemia in Germany, and he was 54. Oh, damn. So shout out to Timothy Ray Brown. That's awful. I mean, after you overcome AIDS, I mean, and then that, it's like, my God. And then God. leukemia. Jeez. I know. I mean, that's Horrible, fucking but, sucks. But, and then I will say, I'm always trying to like spit it, you know, he could have died when he was young, young, young. Yeah. You know, and didn't, so. Damn, that sucks. I know there's a lot of like we're really gonna try and have a light show. I know, right? We're like, let's not let's not get bogged down in death and destruction. But yeah, so let me cry and come. let's talk about some more death. <laughs> oh God! Well, you know the shit happens and it's all happening in front of our eyes and it's and it's, it's it's going history. by in the flash of an eye. And I think we talked about this before, but like you know our friend Lur, who we were gonna have on as a guest, but I'm still working out some technical difficulties in terms of. Um, getting someone to be able to call in here with us. But um, he, you know, was saying to us last night to me and Heidi when we were talking on House Party, like, you know, he's not going to he's not gonna watch it. And Heidi and I are like, this is like, it's not about having the stomach to watch it. It's like history is flashing before your eyes. Don't you want to know what's happening? And, and you know, my aunt said the same thing. When, when my mom texted me and her and asked if we were going to watch it, and my aunt said, no, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to wait and he, get it, see it the next day. And that's what Lur's philosophy was. Neil's talking about the debate last night. Last night oh, yeah, was sorry. the first presidential and the first in a pandemic ever presidential yeah. debate. And it was against, it was President Trump and Joe Biden, as you all know. Yeah. But anywho, go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, that was it. You're right. I would have forgot to preface it. I just kind of like went, you know, launching into it. Um, but yeah, like, you know, Lur saying I'm not going to watch it. I think she ended up watching some of it because she was texting us. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. What'd you think? I mean, do you, I mean, will you want to do a little debate talk? I mean, you know, I think it's again, important to It's history. It's important. And it's what's, it's what's in our faces now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I made a few notes here. I think you made some notes. Um, yeah, I I like just started, I mean, I, I couldn't scribble fast enough. Are you serious? What? I was crazy. Like the thing, I have like almost three pages. Are you serious? Shit. I am. Well, like you told me to take notes. I was literally sitting in front of the professor going, and Rita was trying to say something. I'm like, no, shut up. Take notes. Don't. I gotta be ready. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> but the thing was, I was like, and it was so, it was so incredibly absurd that you couldn't have made it up. And the things that were said, yeah, you couldn't have scripted it. It <laughs> was ridiculous, I mean, ridiculous. And That's everyone agrees. I think I watched today. I sit here, worked at home today, fucking busy, but I had the news on pretty much all day. I didn't have a lot of meetings, and so I did switch back and forth. My thing is, you know, I love to go to CNN for the morning, then I'll go to Fox in the afternoon, then back to CNN, then back to Fox, and it, they actually finally agree on one thing. It was a fucking disaster. So, 
as so the second it ended and you know you didn't have all the rhetoric because in the room nobody could there there wasn't the spin of everybody running around right. you know it was like it's over yeah break jake tapper says this yeah he's like that was a hot mess in a dumpster fire yep. on a train wreck yeah and then and i should have looked her name up so pardon me for not doing that sorry anchor woman sitting at the table with him yeah she's like excuse me and pardon my language but that was a shit show and i can say that because i'm on cable oh nice <laughs> no shit and i was just like oh my god i love you <laughs> That's awesome. and then i went right to and then i went right to fox because i wanted to get fox immediately it wasn't gloria borger was it i'd love her Ooh. Straight blonde hair, no. really blonde, pretty. No. no, I don't think it was. We can, we can look. It up. I'll look it up. But it was Jake. Jake's eyes were just like. Uh, I'm glad uh, she did it. Is good. Is, is that what I? Yeah. Did we literally just experience that? Yeah. And every MSNBC and CNN, they were all just like, <laughs> could not believe the shit show that was. It, it was, was not a. It wasn't a debate. No, it wasn't. Carl Rove, which I thought was interesting, you know, he was a, an advisor to Bush. He was like, it's not enlightening to the viewers. Neither of them talked about forward-looking vision. There was no consistency. They interrupted each other. I mean, everyone talked about the interrupting. But, the, you know, these people all talk about and kind of said the same thing. No one gives a fuck about forward-looking vision right now. No one. We don't care as a country about that. For some reason, it's shifted. The priority is about, like, almost like, it's become like watching the shit show. But I think what's bad about that is like, you know, and I know no change, no nothing, nothing happens overnight. So even though we are in an Instagram, we're in a social media mindset and spin, 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 everything fast, 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 now, now, now. Right. You can't run a country like that. You can't take care of climate change today. You can't take care of the racial issue right now today. Like everything. So I do appreciate that at least... Biden used the word plan and what's your plan and here's my plan. He at least tried yeah. to put forth information. He did. And tried to put things forward as his opponent was literally just he was a third grade bully on the playground that had been that gets beat at home every night. Yeah. Um I guess another one of the Brit Hume He's pretty uh, conservative. Yeah. You know, he said that Biden seemed confident and Trump was a quote unquote bucking bronco and interrupted too much. So, uh, you I know, I thought it was interesting that like Mike Wallace got a, took a big, Ooh. took a lashing. But, you know, it was, yeah. it was interesting because, and you were the first one to say it. And then, you know, I saw people saying it on Facebook. They said it in the news and the analysts and the journalists. But then I want to say, I was like, what would you have done if that were you? If you were Mike Wallace sitting there and that's what you were confronted with, how do you handle that? Well, it's almost like, I mean, it kind of goes back to like whenever like you watch these uh, TV shows and they always cut to commercial when it gets like really good and they're just ripping each other apart. And it's like, no matter what the show is, it's almost like I would have like just sat back for a minute and just... Let the camera just let them go, and 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 just let it be a shit show, and let because whoever, it already is right. It already is. You already see you've lost control of it. Let Trump just dig his own grave, or 
let Joe Biden dig his own grave. Someone made an interesting viewpoint that Donald Trump screwed up because he kept interrupting Joe Biden at points when if he would have just let Joe Biden talk, Joe Biden would have fucked up and stumbled and made mistakes. But Trump inadvertently helped Biden by interrupting him so much, and because then Biden just didn't get to finish his thought, and there was no chance for Biden to really fuck up. Yeah, Which I, I thought that, that same was thing. I thought that was very interesting because I was like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. So it'll yeah, be interesting to see was... if next time Trump just stop, just shuts up and just lets Biden dig his own grave. So again, if it were me, I think at least a couple of times, Chris Wallace is like shouting over them. It's like let him just fucking go. It's already a shit show. They're already screaming and talking over each other. So just put, do the wide shot and show them both on the screen, and just let the best man win for just a minute. They'll get tired and they'll let you take over in a second. But he kept trying too hard to me. That's a good point. To get control of the bad situation. Something was interesting, a spin on it was that uh, one of the journalists today said they're how um, you have to treat Trump like a child. You know, and how Wallace started to pull it back in. He was like, don't worry. He's like, oh, you're going to like this next question. Oh, I know. Like, yeah. Feeding oh. him like, okay, calm down, little one. Here's a sucker. Oh, that's so true. I didn't notice he did that. He did that a few times. And yes. And to Trump, he's like, oh, you're going to like, oh, don't worry. Oh, don't worry, uh, Mr. President. You're going to like you're this gonna, next question. Let, I was like, and I, when I heard that the first time <laughs> no. when he said it, I was like, are you kidding me? Is he literally saying that to the president of the United yeah. States during this debate to shut him up? Yeah. Only to calm him down like a little kid fucking throwing a temper tantrum that you have to give a sucker to shut the fuck up. Oh, God. It was so. And I just. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've got. So, I wrote down so many things, but so which I don't want to get bogged down in it. But I did like right before. I mean, right at the beginning, I looked at Rita and I was like, uh, there needs to be a kill switch on these mics. There does. Like, that's the only way. I agree with and, that. And I said that to him. And then, you know, it came out, you know, immediately after with all the analysts and whatever. And they were talking about how, yeah, but the presidential, is it like the debate board? Oh, and yeah. What the, did they call the, the, I didn't even know that existed until they, I, I was like, what? I, I heard him talking about it last night. The Convention for Presidential Debates or the the con, something. And the I'm committee. Like, committee. I was like, yeah. what? And it's pretty intense. It sounds like it's it's like they have, everybody has to agree. Yes. They're like, it takes a lot of time yeah. and a lot of pick, and, pick, 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 this, that, and the other. And you know what? Kill switch is number, that, that with this president, yeah. you've got to kill switch well it's almost like answer the question and say okay biden now you talk and trump's mic is off biden's is on okay biden you're off two minutes trump is on two minutes go that's really what they should do yeah remember how they used to have well i guess they did it in the primary or when they're running you know they had those the lights like okay your time is up and they didn't have that either and i think it's just you can't you can't manage i mean with a man that is for full of fear and has is just full of shit and anger cuz you can see it in his face his skin yeah <laughs> oh, trump oh. looks bad yeah his 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 inward personality and constitution is starting to show externally yeah, yeah. it really is it's eating at him yeah yeah and so it's just <laughs> did you yeah, love how was... he bragged about in one of his answers I've thought about you and 
burst out laughing and, and thought about what we just did. But he was like, I brought back football single-handedly. I brought, I, I brought back football single-handedly. And, I, and then it was the end of the answer. And I was like, that's what you're using as a debate bargaining chip? The uh, NFL. The fucking <laughs> football that you brought back? And you didn't do it single-handedly. And you answered no Nothing. questions. <laughs> Not one question yeah. did he answer. I mean, he was... It, it was... It was beautiful, quintessential. It's exactly what I I think in you know in my heart I knew it was going to happen, and in my heart I wanted it to happen. I guess I just didn't expect it to be as grandiose of a shit show as it actually was. Either. But I at the very either. end, like right as they went, they said, "You know, the sad thing is that they totally like the American people are who got hurt. Like yeah. they got to see nothing about who's running. Right? And what an embarrassment." that hopefully no one else in the world was watching that except everyone in the world saw that everyone. And it's like, and that's when they're, now they're like, look at how vulnerable we are. Yeah. And they wanted to like try to turn undecided voters minds or change undecided voters minds. Uh, who is not undecided. I mean, we listened to Howard Stern and there's like a whole ongoing saga between one of Howard Stern staffers that has, that is allegedly undecided. And you know, unlike I don't, I don't fucking believe that he knows. He decided. He, he decided today. Oh, don't tell me. I have not listened to it today. I won't tell you, but he's decided. Oh well, it's. I mean, it's obviously Trump because Ronnie is a pig. Well, all right, maybe not. Uh, let me listen to. Let me <laughs> yeah, listen anyways, to today. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Maybe after the debates. Maybe then. Maybe that's what you're trying to say is that he decided after the debates. So all right, I'll listen and we can talk about Howard. We can do our Howard update next week. But yeah, I mean, I don't understand how anyone is undecided at this point. I don't. I don't understand that. But um, you know, I did talk to uh, my mother. Today was her birthday. So, Happy birthday, mother! Yes, um, she is having a great day. Good. Oh, that's good. No fights with her sister? No fights with her sister. Everyone's great. Everyone's getting along. But, you know, of course, she, I told you a while ago that she texted me and my aunt and asked if we were going to watch the debates. And so mother was going to watch it. And my aunt said, no, you know, I'll go see it tomorrow or whatever. Watch the wrap up. But I got, I started to talk to my mother about it. And it's exactly what I was saying to y'all that she would say. I mean, you cannot change these people's minds. Like, they love Trump so much. And I don't try. I don't get in a fight. I don't, I don't yell at her. I, I did tell her today, like, because she starts to talk about, like, like Joe Biden. And, and she goes, well, I wouldn't vote for Joe Biden because of his running mate. And I'm like, again, it goes back to how this is a woman. And she's and talking she's... about another woman. They don't care. Like, they don't. And she's smart as shit. They don't, they, mother said she's like blank. There's nothing to her. <laughs> I know. And she doesn't trust Biden. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Like, you don't trust Biden. Like, but do you understand? Do you see what's going on with Trump? Like, I, I mean, I don't understand it. And she goes, Neil. And this is what I told you she would say, Heidi. Um. <laughs> she goes, Neil, I trust Trump to keep the economy going. And that's what he's done. Interest rates are down. Gas prices are down. And people are spending like crazy. I know. I know. I I told I mean, you. Talk about pulling the wool over eyes. I know. It's insane. And and it's like that is what he's done. Like 
My mother does not have stocks. My mother does not have a retirement. My mother only has a very small mortgage left on her home. She has paid her car off. My mother doesn't have anything to do with interest rates. <laughs> nothing. She has nothing to do with interest rates personally. Like she has more of an interest in the in my own social issues with being gay that things in relation to that that are at stake than a fucking interest rate. Okay, gas prices. Okay, fine. She drives back and forth to Sherman and Pottsboro and into Dallas some days. Okay. Maybe you can claim that that's helping you in the gas prices. I mean, and she even goes on to say like that she admits that he's a nut and he's his own worst enemy, but Biden is just too old, Neil. And I said, mother, he's only like a year uh, older than Trump. And she goes, Trump's about two years older. Uh, younger, or three, two or three years. I'm like, what? That's the same fucking age when you're in your 70s. Right. I'm like, what world am I living in? And like, I was like, Mother, you don't understand. Like, like the the whole thing with Supreme Court, and I tried to like go there a little bit, and she was like, oh, Neil, you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, it's like nothing affects them. They just, they just don't get it. They just... They just see, quote unquote, the economy, which is why Trump keeps you know, saying it, because it's people like this. You just got to keep saying it. You got to get in with money. You got to get in with money. Even Did you though, ask her not to vote? And I said, Mother, I just disagree with you completely. She goes, I know you do. I know you do. And I said, I know. I'm not going to like argue with, fight with you about it. I said, but just please just don't go vote. Just don't go vote. When, you, when it's come times, don't vote. And she goes, all right, okay, all right, I see, all right. And, you know, she probably won't go vote anyway. I don't even need to ask her not to vote because she's not going to go vote. So it's like it's the it's the combination of those strong, passionate feelings that she just that that I just told you about, coupled with she doesn't give a shit enough to go vote. Even if I wouldn't have to, she wouldn't have gone to vote anyway. She said that to me before. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it is a mystery that you cannot solve. Well, and if it's this, literally the entire state of Oklahoma, there's nobody that she talks to other than you that has no, a difference of opinion. There is a Heidi. It's not like she's hanging out with a bunch of friends that have the same opinion. She literally sits at her house by herself every day, all day. She goes to Walmart, doesn't speak to people. She doesn't get on Facebook and type anything. She goes and scrolls through stuff. She does. She may see it there, but she doesn't get on there and type. She doesn't ever converse. She talks to Charlene, and uh, they have you know the same thoughts in that regard. But she does. It's not like she is being influenced. Like they just that's just the way they think. And it's like I've never I was never raised to think that black people are less than me. Mother never talked like that. It's not like any of that exists. It's not like it was. We we I had like such a like charmed childhood where I just only hung out with George and we went to his house. We didn't have a lot of acquaintances. We just did our own thing and like lived and let lived, which is what a hippie does. That's what mother is, is a hippie. But then it's like this whole thing with Trump, like why is he just so mesmerizing to these people? I think it's the whole celebrity aspect. I think that they're oh, just that. absolutely completely enamored. enamored with, with Right. Enamored. I mean, after he, yeah. And I told you, like, he is a master at his planned, bullied, speaking, wordsmith, the way he starts a thought and never completes it, and he skips right into something else. 
I was watching it last night or how he'll mention one thing, but he wraps it up in everything that's phenomenal. <laughs> and he was like, you know, what, he names two states, but it's the entire country now that it's amazing right. and phenomenal <laughs> <Yeah>. and extraordinary. <laughs> and he's and he'll start to say, well, the uh, well, and then and he just like swips and he back and forth and he's back and forth. He literally plays tennis and ping pong in his head and he never fucking gets a point. Yeah. By himself. Right. He's just back and forth in his head. And but as long as he says one or two things and then wraps everything up in it, yeah. like it's insane. Yeah. I thought it was really fun too, just because um just the fact check when they went to the fact checker, he's like, I'm not finished. It was really hard to do this in real time. It, I don't see how you would. I mean, it's almost like why fucking bother fact checking it? Oh no, it's good because you gotta have stuff. I mean, uh, seeing you gotta have stuff. I mean, well, here's a good point. You know who did not? So who tweeted when this happened? When he said that the what was it the sheriff of Portland called and supported him? He the sheriff of Portland tweeted and said, I absolutely did not do that. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) It's like that kind of shit. Like this shit just comes flying out of his mouth. People think it's the real deal. Right. But, and if you don't fact check it and just say, Hey, here's more lies. Here's more lies. Here's more lies. But people like my mother are never going to go see that. That that, that mayor, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. All she's seeing is what he's saying. Half of my dad. Yep. And half of my dad's family does not matter. Doesn't matter. It does not matter. Oh as long as there's a Republican in the White House, life is wonderful. Wonderful. The economy, Neil, has never been Neil better. D- Neil, honey. Neil, hun- that's that's my aunt. Neil, honey. Oh. I haven't talked to her yet. That'll that'll be next week because it's always you fascinating to see. And I, you know, I really I said to myself a long time ago, I wasn't ever going to let political differences like this get in the way of my my mother and my aunt because I'd really love them. But you know, these people of that course. are like letting it rip their families apart, I kind of don't understand that. I don't understand the way they think. I, I mean, I've just went through my rationale with you, and I, I, I just don't, I, I don't feel there's any malice behind it. Like you look at the Proud Boys. That's malice. That is anger. That is people wanting to hurt someone else. My mother and aunt don't want to do that, except they support this man. And I'm like, I, I just, <laughs> it is just, I look at it as just endlessly fascinating. That, that's what and, I, that's it how must I look be. at it. And I'm always so proud of you that you don't get heated. Yeah. And you are able to have these open conversations and ask questions and yeah and peaches just like gets oh my delve into that dynamic peaches has a hard time doing that with her parents i mean she just like they just disagree so anyway there's a little there we go debate talk throw that Shit. one up i didn't even have to, i didn't even have to go through my three pages <laughs> but still writing oh, I notes i want to say <laughs> writing notes he helps like, get Obama the thoughts in order a lot what he blamed Obama a lot. That's all he does. I know. Oh. So anyway, whatever. Uh, all right. What's new, Pussy Cat? Um, did you watch? Do, 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 do. <laughs> did you watch? Oh! <laughs> what yes. did you watch? Fucking our friend <laughs> Carol the Baskins. Cool cats and kittens. Did you watch her on Dancing with the Stars? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, so I haven't missed Dancing with the Stars since she was on, and now well, I don't watch I'm the telling whole. you, I have to tell you this. 
I've kind of turned. So it's usually when I'm like, okay, Rita, off with the news. I can't handle this. It's usually cooking shows. If it's not a show that we're sitting and watching, you know, just background. Um, it's now started to become Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I just watched the YouTube video later. I don't fucking, I don't know why I can't watch that whole show. I mean, it is. No, well, I'll put it on uh, just so that it's on. I mean, it it's, is just an oh, abortion. It is so bad. I mean, it's so bad. Amy Comey Barrett is going to pass a law to have it overturned. <laughs> I mean, yes. it is bad. And the first thing that she should overturn is Tyra Banks. Extensions. Oh, God. I mean, she's annoying. She, oh, I mean, and sometimes I kind of love her for the shit show she is. But, girl. I, <laughs> I mean, know. Do you look at yourself? Before, I mean, and I'm trying to be better. Build women up. Don't tear them down. But tear out those extensions. Well, I mean, she was great. And then I was like, is she pregnant? <laughs> she's great so on her bad. show when she did um, America's Next Top Model. But, like, on here, she's, like, a little too, like, forceful or, like. She's a, a little too American Top Model-y. Yeah, that worked there. I guess it's just like... It, it was like, you're not a dancer. No. Oh, my God. But last week, Carol would dance to What's New Pussycat? <laughs> I mean, she wait a minute. The Viennese did. Waltz is what she did. I mean, this song. Who fucking creates this song anyway? I mean, what the fuck is going on here? Dancing the Viennese Waltz with her partner, Pasha. Pasha. Carol. The Viennese Waltz with her partner, Pasha. 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 It's like puffy pussy. <laughs> and Pasha is actually married to one of the other professional dancers. Oh my God, Pasha, darling. Oh, Baskin. Carol Baskins. See how you throw a cast and kittens. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah, I mean. I mean like- it's so 1955. It's so like, like schmaltzy. It's super. It's all yeah. so much. With I mean, you. So but so last week. What? Last, <laughs> last week, she was in the bottom two. But she survived I know. to dance another week. But you know they just do that just because they need this. <laughs> I know, but they're like, we've got to start kicking people off because she's bad. <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad. To look at her facial expressions and everything is so... And she's all like... <laughs> it's so bad. And every time it comes on and Rita's like, oh my God, are we watching this? I'm like, we have oh to watch my Carol. God. And then... I was just dancing. I was like, she's a murderer. She's oh a murderer. Oh, my God. No wonder she can't dance because she's a murderer. I thought the same thing. I was like looking at what, Pasha. I was looking at him and I'm like, dude, are you scared to like even like criticize her? <laughs> like All of her little side bits when they do the like, let's talk about her. Oh, y- yes. I haven't like, watched any of those. Her- Oh, she had her crying meltdown last week. Oh, God. And then God. this week, it was all about, oh, caged cats. And I'm like, you murder people. You murder people. For cats. You, you feed your right. husband to cats. Yeah. <laughs> Ex-husband. Oh, my and so, God. And, and half the time, when, and it's not that difficult, like, you come up with something to, you know, kibitz about when uh, Tyra asks you a question. And the first week, she was just like... <laughs> God, and the, she had nothing to say. She was just breathing. The look on her and face. I, like, I know. <laughs> those eyes tell it all. 
It's scary. Murder. Murder. And so this week, this week, she danced to. <laughs> oh my god! Play the song. I think, I think play this. The song. I think this was the most over the fucking the top thing top. I have ever seen in my life. And she did it with all of her. They did it with all of her stages because she's so horrible. Wait, sorry. Say that again. All of her stages were like elaborate because she's such a horrible dancer. Oh my God. But this, I mean, I sat here and just stared at one spot on the computer screen. (laughs) I didn't even move. I was like, what the fuck? All right. This was Carol Baskin's doing the circle, the samba to, uh, you know what? Don't say it. Just play it. Just play it. Dancing the samba with her partner, Pasha. The samba. The samba. The samba. I want to talk. I'm going to go practice talking Let's like go. this. I'm going to do a whole what? show with you like this. Let's like dance the samba. But what's what dialect of Britain is that from? The samba. I, I got to hear that again. Hold dance on. Dance British. Yeah. Hold on. Dancing the samba with dancing the samba. It's the air. The air. The, the dancing the samba. And we would dancing say samba. The samba. With her partner, pa- dancing the samba with her partner, Pasha. Pat the Pasha. Carol Baskin. <laughs> oh my God! Now wait, she's in a full lion costume. Well, full lion face costume, I mean, and so is he. Right. They like put prosthetics on his face to be a lion. Oh, I know. And the makeup literally looks like when we did that video with V-Ron as cats. Yes. <laughs> and her scores were It's a circle of life. <laughs> I mean, I, I love mean, this song. So when it go- I know. No. But so when it comes to the judging, like the guy, the... British guy, like the big, that always stands up and he's really gregarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's really funny. He was just like, Carol, like, your costume's fabulous and you tried, but you literally walked the samba. It was bad. You cannot walk. He gave her a three. (laughs) Oh my God. I mean, this makeup literally was like what we did doing that video with V-Ron. That makeup took literally as long as it took for her to learn the dance. Oh, my God. The whole... Uh, she was in a lion's mane. Fucking massive. It was absurd. And, the, the, and I think... Yeah, well, thank God it was so bad because I don't know what fucking song they were going to do next week because it had to be cat-related. I, I thought they were out of music after the first one. What was the uh, the first one? Um, t- I am the, I am tiger. the tiger. I was like, well, that's it. One and done. There's nothing else. But every week... What's new, Pussycat? And now the circle of life? I mean, what's next? Like, well, it's not because she was oh, voted off. I got one. It was? She was? She was. Oh, my God. I wanted Delilah. Uh, oh. <laughs> That's about a cat <laughs> from Queen. Or what about, I don't think she would, but what about the, um, we are Siamese if, if you please. please. <laughs> we are Siamese if you don't please. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck else is she gonna dance to? We are former so, yeah. presidents of sight M or right residents of what is yeah. I don't even know. God, it's been it. forever. Never. Oh, so, so she's yeah, gone. She, oh and so Tyra was like, So Carol, how's it feel? She's like, My husband's gonna be so happy I'm coming home. Oh right, yeah. And if he's like, not I hope you didn't fuck up while you were gone. Yeah. Because we all you cool cats and kittens. 
Now she can go back to fucking whatever she was doing. Oh, oh my God. But I love that. Well, there's three. Okay, fine. They let her go. That's fine, I guess. But I mean, the visuals, the Lion King uh, images and all that shit. I mean, it's just really fucking crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I do have to tell you, though, Anne Heche yeah. is kind of like... What the fuck am I what doing What is she like, doing there? Yes. I was like, you said yes. She got bamboozled. Like a, she's like a sarcastic bitch on this show. She, her face is always like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to tell you while we're talking about Tiger King, a little update on Joe Exotic. There is uh, an actor named Zach Baggins. I don't know what um, uh, shows that he's been in, but he is an actor. Is has acquired a bunch of memorabilia from Jeff Lowe uh, from the ranch, and he has opened. It is now open. You can attend a museum about Joe Exotic in Las Vegas. That this actor has put together all these artifacts um, from from the ranch, and you know some of these things include like the section of the wall showing the bullet hole from Maldonado's tragic death. Okay, alleged, this is all allegedly, okay, because Joseph Maldonado Passage, who is Joe Exotic, has some things to say about this. But also, the Joe Exotic penis pump is there. Like, again, you know, who knows if this is all real or not, but right. but I looked at um, Joe Exotic's Facebook page, which is actually, you can, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, I didn't have time because I was looking at it today because I wanted to talk to you about this, but he is sitting in prison still, and he is posting like crazy. He posts like these huge picture like albums with like 250 screenshots of text messages and shit between people trying to prove people wrong. Like he's, you know, we know he's fucking crazy, but the thing that he put in uh, posted in response to this museum opening is he is basically saying that, that this is all fake and that the, you know, this guy fucking went into the house and just stole a bunch of stuff and what he didn't steal. He's just completely made up. So, you know, who knows? Um, but I do love that there's this whole movement on his Facebook page, and he actually hashtagged this post I printed off uh, with all these different hashtags at the bottom. But one of them is Trump pardon Joe, and then hashtag Donald J. Trump and hashtag Donald Trump Jr. So there's this big movement, and everyone's trying to get Donald Trump to pardon Joe Exotic. So we'll see, because you know what? He loves Trump, and this is this is the Trump voter right here. This is a, definitely a is Trump voter. Trump base right yeah. there. This place is so, like near my house. We're coming up on time, but why don't we go in and do a little Trump family clip? Uh oh yeah. Oh my god. Yes, speaking of gay. Oh my god, I forgot. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that was let's, crazy. Let's go talk about the child that they like to keep hitting. Oh that's yeah. Coming that, out from the woodworks. That fucking Eric Trump. Like I saw that Eric too. Eric Trump. And speaking of gays, I mean Joe and everything. Like, I could not believe that when I saw that. You sent it to me, too. And I guess you saw it on the Young Turks, right? Yeah, I saw it there and on TikTok. I mean, this is crazy. Let's just play it. I mean, Eric Trump is coming out as gay. I mean, hmm. I mean, do you, so let's play it and then I'll ask you a question. All right, here we go. Her name is Chris. She doesn't want to give her last name because she says that her colleagues at work, it wouldn't go well. 
Oops, sorry. I just need to fix it. So, yeah, this is Ainsley. This is Ainsley um, Earhart. Earhart from Fox. I hate that name. Family and friends. Oh, I hate those friends. Leagues at work. It wouldn't go well with them. She lives in Manhattan. She's in her 50s. Secret Trump voter. That's right. See that right there pissed me off. Secret Trump voter, which, you know what, pisses me off, but it's like I'm sitting here thinking, hmm, are these people right? Like, I don't know. Maybe there are. There are. I know. There are. She is, uh, she's gay. She said her... Well, this is a fake person that the writing room has come up with. 401k went up with your dad. This is my mom talking. My 401k... The 401k is going through the roof, Neil. I don't have one, but everybody else's is. They're taking away all of my rights, but I'm voting Trump because of my 19%. That's right. 19.6% 19.6% gas prices uh, better than they were under Obama. See? She goes on to say that Obamacare was $560 a month for her, and she had lost her job, so she was priced out. She talks about crime in the neighborhood. She talks about Bill de Blasio and how he's uh, inept, um, that the Russia, Trump, Russia thing, the Clinton's fingerprints are all over it. Um, she calls oh. Joe Biden weak. Is this? But she doesn't want to use I her mean, last name. And th- this does kind of sound like what I just said my mom was saying. <laughs> It does. There are a lot of people that might be voting for your dad that aren't admitting it. And uh, And it was Brett Stevens who's been a critic of of your uh, dad who wrote the editorial. So are you counting on this person, on the secret voter? Ainsley, that person's there. I'm telling you, I see it every day. The LGBT community, they are incredible. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, this is Eric Trump. And this is Eric Trump. Yeah. And you should see how they've come out in, in full force. Ainsley, that person's there. I'm telling you, I see it every day. The LGBT community, they are incredible. And you should see how they've come out in, in full force for my father every single day. I'm part of that community, and we love the man. And thank you for protecting <laughs> our neighborhoods, and thank you for, for protecting our cities. Oh, God. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I'm part of that community. So is Eric Trump gay? <laughs> no, um, he obviously came back out and was like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, we what have... I meant to say is I'm part of the community that my dad's pouring. Uh, wait, how yeah. do I say this? How do I backpedal? And I loved it because on the Young Turks, when they go on, so she first, she's like, uh, did Eric Trump just come out? Yeah. And then the guy, was, he's like, literally, he's like, they hide Don Trump. Don Jr. because he's so stupid. Yeah. But this one, they <laughs> literally keep away because he's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I it's unbelievable. It. Like, I saw that too. I was just like, dude. Like, and of course, he's like, oh, well, what I meant to say was, you know, we have a lot of friends who are gay and lesbians and we're part of their community, blah, blah, blah. And all these, of course, all these gay and lesbian communities, uh, organizations come out and are like, we vehemently oppose him being part of our community. You and everything about your family and everything they stand for. Right. God. I mean, it's just comical. Just comical. I know. Yeah. Well. Well, I think our time here has come to a close, my friend. Yet another show in the can. It was light, heavy, and funny. It was light, heavy, and funny. (laughs) Just like a period flow. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which, speaking of periods, I think I'm on mine. But this show, doing the show with you. you Yeah, doing the show with you tonight has actually put me in a better mood because I've been in a bad mood. I know you have. And I was going to say something, not about your bad mood, because I know when I'm allowed to say something. But when we started the show, I was like, this is going to make things better. It did, actually. It did. No, that's good. Well, I mean, I feel like there was like, I've been like, since I got back from P-Town, I was just like super busy and there's just like, just, I'm telling you, the the Supreme Court thing has really 
really put me in like a bad spot. And I, and I really try not to, I pride myself on not getting bogged down and see, watching the news. But I think this is the thing that has actually got me. This because is the this thing. This is important. Right. This is the thing that's actually taking me down. It's not taking me down so, all the way, but it's really like making me, my, my heart hurt. It's added some heavy yeah, to it, your heart. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I can, you know, Trump wins again. Okay, fine. Four more years, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I can, I can move past it. But this other stuff about like, I, I, I just, this is going to be decades and decades. And Trump is four more years. This Supreme Court shit is decades and decades and decades of ramifications. And I just, yes. it's it's really, so I've been in a bad space. So on that, get your ass up and yeah. vote. I don't even care if you don't want to go. Like I'm saying, I told Rita today, I said, you know what? I know we can mail in. We are one of the five states that does mail-in voting fabulously. Yep. This is one vote. I am fucking waiting in line, going to the polls. You are not going to say my vote was a mistake. No. I am going to the polls and checking a ba- box on my ballot. Yeah. So, so vote, 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 Yes, ma'am. All right. So, you know, we let in the show with, you know, we always like to open and close with some like good circuit music, some uplifting fun dance. Um, and we opened the show with, you know, I think there's no secret that I think Peter Rohoffer is the greatest DJ ever, but. Peter Rahoffer did not get to where he was without there being some extreme groundwork laid for him, much like the groundwork that was laid for Amy Coney Barrett by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Except when Peter Rahoffer walked through all the doors, he didn't destroy the legacy that he was handed. So, in that vein, Sindel, another one of our great DJ friends, did a show called... San, I'm going to say this wrong because it's it's all in Spanish. Santos y Tambores. I cannot do the accent, but Good job. It's a podcast or a show that he did on Twitch, and it's on SoundCloud. And at the beginning of this, he takes you through a little bit of the history of dance and house music and how we got to where we are today. And he leaves it right at a place where I think I think he leaves it. And and I think you could say I won't I won't say the names it'll be a surprise for you but he just kind of walks you through history but you know he leaves it at a place where I think you would say that Junior Vasquez starts and then Peter Rahoffer starts shortly thereafter so circuit history lesson like we always love let's go back and have Sindel give us a little lesson because he's great I'm and ready. everyone should everyone should listen to this this whole podcast I think I've got a little bit left to go th- to go through so anyway. Until until the next one, enjoy. See you on the dance floor. See you on the dance floor, baby. I'm going to be putting on my dance floor armor. Oh, yeah, you better. This is pretty hard and heavy. You need your dance floor armor. <laughs> totally. I have it. We, remember when we said armor up? <laughs> I love that. I do, too. Going in. Armor up. <laughs> Come on, baby.
Years old. 